Amen. Hallelujah. So last week, we, last week we began to talk about something very powerful that is not always nice to hear all the time for many Christian folk or folk. Yes, I can say folks. Hallelujah. But it is necessary. A crossless life or a crossless Christian life is a defeated Christian life without the cross, because sacrifice is what releases power. Sacrifice releases power. So you see that the occultists, they, they, they use sacrifice to try to release some demonic powers. Look at the prophets of Baal. They were trying to sacrifice, cutting themselves and doing all sorts of things. But because God was present, they couldn't do anything. Hallelujah, because God was present there. So. Sacrifice releases power. Moses sacrificed and power was released. Amen. Moses sacrificed. Abraham sacrificed. Everyone who sacrifices releases some power. Hallelujah. So we cannot do without sacrifice. Amen. All of us got to sacrifice something. We got to sacrifice something. Hallelujah. Amen. Lucas chapter 14 and verse 26. Lucas 14, 26. Let's use, yeah, let's, it's okay, yeah. If any man come to me and hate not his father <laughs> and mother, and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Let's use Amplified. Okay, let's, let's continue. And I'll use Amplified. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot, the word is cannot, not might not, not peradventure could not, cannot be my disciple. Now let's use Amplified for 26 and 27. If any man comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother, hey, hate. Phoebe, imagine. God is, Jesus is saying, you must hate your father and mother. But that word hate, let's listen. It's not, you are not supposed to hate in the sense of despisement, but hate in the sense of, well, let's read it, in the sense of indifference to or relative disregard for them in comparison, comparison with his or her attitude toward God. Did you get that? So it means that my attitude towards God must be far superior and I must be willing to do anything for God compared to what I can do for my mother, father, brother, sister, children, husband, wife. Hallelujah. Depending on whether it's the man, wife, uh, woman, husband. Hallelujah. How many are getting me so far? So what I'm saying is that the love we have for God must be so far higher than our love for each other, that it almost looks as if we don't love each other when we are relating with God. What am I saying? On a scale of zero to 10, and 
the, the, a human love is one, is point one. That's the highest you can go, point one. What the Bible is saying is that zero to point one compared to 10 is, no, 10 is too small. Zero to point one compared to a million is so high that the zero to point one is grouped in zero. So therefore, it's almost as if you don't love them. Hallelujah. That's why, if you think about it, the English language, they couldn't look for a word. It's almost like hate. They couldn't look for a word. That's why they said hate. Let's use, uh, 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 okay, let, let's, let's use NLT for this, and let's see what it says. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. If you want to be my follower, you must love me more than your own father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters. Yes, more than your own life. Otherwise, you cannot be my disciple. But it's stronger than what it's saying here. That, that word is stronger. ESV, please. Or NESB. Let's look at NESB. I don't know whether you're hearing what I'm talking about. If anyone comes to me and does not hate you see NSB to say hate because that word is so strong that you can't just say love more. Because we love some people more than others. You can love a, 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 a friend, this friend more than that friend. So it's not a matter of love more. It's a matter of almost, it's almost like it's hate. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. It's almost like it is hate. How many are getting what I'm saying? I don't know that you are hearing me. So, look at ESV. And like I told you, King James, NESB, high ranking, apart from interlinear Bible, you can't go further as the best in, uh, translations. ESV follows. That's why they are always similar. Let's look at ESV. If anyone comes to me and does not hate, there you go. His own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters. Yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. I don't know if you get what I mean, because that word is too strong. It's the, the Greek word is too strong that it's not just a matter of loveless. It's too strong for that. We are talking about you love so much. Let's go back to Amplified. You love Jesus so much that it is almost as if you don't love the others. Meanwhile, you love the others because the Bible says love your neighbor as yourself. That's why you also added and your own life also. And your own life also, you cannot. Hey, so if you don't love Jesus more than your life, you cannot be his disciple. That's why the early day church proved their love for him by going on the dying. Peter was crucified upside down. There's a very good book that Catherine Kuman always heard about. I was watching some, Benny Hinn was showing something and there was a man who used to be uh, uh, at the Shrine Auditorium. And he always used to be with Catherine Kuman in some of her crusades and meetings. Then he said that Catherine Kuman, she had a Bible all the time. And then the next book she had is the Fox's Book of Martyrs. I ordered it without fear, that instantly. Hallelujah. And that book, it talks about how they were martyred, how the apostles were martyred. It goes into Nero, Marcus Aurelius, and it, all these different people. Who, who, who persecuted the Christians. If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother, then he explains it in the sense of indifference to 
or relative disregard for. So you see that it's, it's, it's bigger than loveless. Loveless is, oh, I prefer this one to the other. But this is deeper than that. That word, Greek word is deeper than that. It's, that. it's not a matter of loveless. It's a matter of indifference, relative disregard for, in comparison to the attitude towards Jesus. How many Christians do that? Even money, they, they, they have, they, 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 they hate. You see, Christ, you see, the Bible says you cannot serve two masters. You hate the one or love the other. You cling to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. If you read that verse, it, it makes it very clear that you, you either love money or hate money. Or, but it's the same thing. You either cling to one, reject the other. Or hold on to one and despise the other. So it is similar to this. You cannot, you, 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 you would either disregard money and reject money. It doesn't mean you will not be rich. Glory, 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 glory. We are going to be rich in this place. But the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. So it is the disregard for, relative disregard for, indifference towards money in comparison to our commitment to God. That is what it means. But how many people will do that? Most people, truly, truly, most people, that word, that word hates for Jesus. It's actually for Jesus, meaning that they, they love money so much more that it's almost like hate for Jesus. Because you cannot hold it. We'll read it. Let me just show you something quick here. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here, but I'm preaching me happy here. Hallelujah. Let me show you something important. Okay. Yes, I wanted to just be sure. Mizio. Is the Greek word mizio, which means hate, detest, love less, esteem less. It's the Greek word mizio. Now let's go back to he, uh, he, uh, uh, you cannot serve God and mammon. I don't know. I'm preaching to somebody. So, so it means husband, wife. Some people, husband, wife, they have a way of either the husband would take them away from God, or the wife would take them away from God. I'm preaching a fine message here. We've seen it so many times where someone will be committed and the husband would take, or the wife would take from God. It shows that they love the husband or the wife way more. Than Jesus. That's what it means. It's, Jesus was very radical. He, if you read the Bible, Jesus was radical. He wasn't, oh, politically correct. No, 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 no. That's why he said, look, he, he, many forsook him because he said, look, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life. You have no place in me. And many forsook him. Then he asked the apostles, why are you, aren't you also going with them? Jesus said, where are we going? You have the words of eternal life. Where are we going? You can put your hands together for Jesus. Matthew, twi uh, Matthew 6, 24. No man, therefore woman, can, any, oh, I'm sure we know that when you see man, it means woman. 
but you can see woman and you might not need man. Most likely it's not a man, but mankind. Hallelujah. Mother nature. So sometimes, depending on what they are trying to say, they, no man can serve two masters. So already, the Bible is saying no man can serve two masters. So we are now going to find out who the masters are. Either he will hate the one and love the other. So you have master A, master B, which also applies to God also. He will explain it. Master A, master B. You cannot love both A and B because they are opposite. You can have abundance of A or B. No, sorry, let's say B is money, A is Jesus. You can have abundance of money, but the key is not to love it. You have master A, you have master B. Jesus, who is truth, who is God, says you cannot love both. You either hate one and love the other. You cannot say, I love both. For either he, he will hate the one and love the other. That's also the misio thing we are talking about, which is to esteem less disregard compared to our love for. So you and I are to uh, love Jesus Christ so much that our, we, we are indifferent towards, we disregard money when we are comparing money to Jesus. So either he will hate the one, he, either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. So, so you hate one or love the other, or you would cling to the one you, you, you love and you would despise, reject, hate, detest the other because they'll be in conflict. If you love Jesus, you cannot love money because the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Ye can then, you see, then he explains, so he's saying that master A, master B, you either hate one or despise one, love the other or hold on to the other. Then he explains who the masters are. You cannot save God and money. Someone will say, Mammon. Mammon is a god of money. Look at NLT. NLT would give it a good explanation. Riches. Yeah, money. That's it. You cannot save God and money. You cannot. You can switch back to King James. Hallelujah. So it means that you and I, we must have the heart and attitude of Jesus all out. Jesus all the way. All or nothing. Today, let's trust God and tell God, God, I give myself to you to make sure that I would indeed make you the one I love and hold on to. That I choose to save you. Choose you this day whom you will save. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But save the Lord in the way Jesus says. Not just save the Lord, I go to church. I'm going to church, I'm saving the Lord. No. There are many churchgoers who will not go to heaven. Billy Graham felt that, did he say 25% of the church or 33%, or I think 25% of the church he feels will go to heaven. The rest, the, the sower went out to sow. 
it was only one that fell on good ground. The rest, wayside, stony, thorny. And all did not bear fruit. Imagine. That's why, yes, souls must be won. Wow, this thing is still there. Okay. Souls must be won. <laughs> wow, you did very well. <laughs> souls must be won. <laughs> souls must be won and the people must be established and know Christ. Because it's both. And as we travel, we find out that people don't know the Lord in different countries. So true. People don't know the Lord. People, pe people, pe some people go to church to dance. <laughs> and then they just hear the word 20 minutes and that's it. Whilst where I come from, Sundays, so many people in church, but they just go there just for status or whatever. And they come friends and come home. Some just go and dance. Others go to show off. <laughs> Their new clothing. Others go and they want the truth, but the pastors are not telling them the truth in some countries. Not that they are like, but the, the, the pastors don't know themselves. How are they going to say the truth when they don't know? Sometimes it's in the pastors' conferences that you find out that many of them don't know. That's why we must equip ourselves and tell people the truth so that people will know Mashiach for who he is. Hallelujah. Yes, Joshua 24, 15. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve. If it's an evil thing to serve the Lord, if it's such a bad thing to serve the Lord, if it's such a, some people feel that God is going to take away from them. You see, when I was in high school, before I did my A-levels, I didn't do the GHS, JSS, or that system. I did the advanced level GSC, sorry, GCE. I've even forgotten, yes, GCE, yeah. So, 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 so when I was doing it, I was doing my advanced level, which is equal to, when you finish your advanced level high school, it's equivalent to a year's university. You complete a year's university in the US. Now, when I went to, at least those times, I'm sure it's still the same. When, 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 I had a Christian friend. I was not a Christian then. A Christian friend who was teaching me mathematics. But before then, <laughs> you're laughing, you know the story. <laughs> before then, okay, I'll tell you before then. So Now he was teaching me mathematics, very good. He was teaching me advanced mathematics. I was doing mathematics advanced level. Doing it, studying. You know, wow, wow, you are very smart, you are very smart. He was always in church. And then he had his A-level results came. What did he get? F immediately. When he, <laughs> when he calls me, are you coming for classes, David? I said, I'm not at A-level. How can you fail A-level? You are coming to teach me A's. <laughs> what? I'll fail to. <laughs> if you failed advanced level mathematics, what are you going to show me? So then I remembered when I was in high school, all the Christian brothers always going to with their Bibles, going to advance, uh, what, uh, uh, scripture union. Oh, yes. Here you see them pray. Here, but, uh, wow, these 
wild guys, but we're praying in tongues. And then when the results come, just one or two will do well. F, E, S, sub is sub, between E and F. So at the point, I was saying to myself, ah, Christians, what's going on? I used to feel that Christians were the poor people. So at the point, I said to myself, let me finish my advanced level, finish before I become a Christian because I might fail. Because the examples were F, S, E. The best would be E. S is between E and F, subsidiary. I don't, I don't even, I didn't understand what. <laughs> is, that, is that right? Sub. <laughs> so I used to feel that when you are a Christian, you fail. I, I, others also felt that way. That, and others also felt that when you are a Christian, God will make you into a monk. God will make you into some priest who doesn't have a life, who is just a, a social deviant. I used to feel that way. So Joshua knew how we, we felt. So he said, if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, if you feel that serving the Lord is such a bad thing, if you feel, like, if you feel that serving the Lord means it's taking from you, then make your choice. Choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served, money and other gods, that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord. We are talking about how to follow Jesus well. We will serve the Lord. I said we will serve the Lord. So these are some of the things we, we talked about last week with a few additions. We will serve the Lord. As for me and my house. I said as for me and my house. Who we will serve the Lord. I said, we will serve the Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I thought you were going to shake your neck like that. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Do it. <laughs> She's shy now. She was doing those things. <laughs> Mark. Okay, let's continue in Lucas. Let's go to Luke 9, 23. Jesus said this a number of times, which shows that it is very, very significant for him to keep repeating it. Luke 9, let's start from 22. Luke 9, 22 to 24. Saying, the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised the third day. Remember it was in 14, Luke 14, now Luke 9. And he said to them, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So now the addition to what we talked about last week was is the deny yourself and the daily cross. So a conscious effort, you wake up in the morning, where's my cross? Okay, meaning your mind is tuned, a conscious effort to carry your cross. Jesus is in front of you. Let's go. Let's go. But deny yourself. Deny yourself. If anyone wants to follow Jesus, Jesus is saying, if anyone wants to come after me, to follow me, but unfortunately, we don't want to follow Jesus because it costs to follow Jesus. It costs. Salvation is free. We don't need to pay anything. He paid it all. But 
after salvation, to follow Jesus is going to cost you things. It's going to cost you and I things. So we pray that God will give us the grace to accept whatever it will cost us so that we will deny ourselves and daily take up our crosses and follow him. We need to deny ourselves. Father God, I pray that I will and we will all deny ourselves whatever we need to and take up our crosses and follow you. We know that you want, your word says, Lord Jesus, look at, Luke, uh, look at John 16, 23. And Lord, we know that you want us to be happy. You want us to be joyous. So as we are denying ourselves, we know that you are not going to be taken from us. Because you look at your word, Lord, in John 16, 23. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. When he's gone up to heaven, don't ask him anything. Because whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Verse 24. Ask and ye shall receive that your joy may be full. He wants our joy to be full. Why is he going to be taken from us when he wants our joy to be full? Jesus wants my joy and your joy to be full. So that's why he says, ask and receive so that your joy may be full. But we don't even ask. So ladies and gentlemen, because without denying yourself, you cannot follow Jesus well. Without denying, imagine, without denying yourself, you cannot do much for God. Look at the Basel missionaries who came to Ghana. Fred, what is Acropong? Is that a place? Yes, Acropong, some part of Ghana. The Basel missionaries. Mosquitoes will bite them and they will die. But as they are dying, their parents will get the news that their, their son or daughter or both, whatever is dead, they will weep. Okay, second son. You can join, let's go. Because it's for Jesus. Yes, it's okay. We'll pray, we'll trust God. Let's go. And they sent their children to, for the gospel so that Africa will hear the gospel. Otherwise, we'll be still with those uh, things and be boom, 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 boom. We'll still be doing of course, we also had the European partition, European partition of Africa, where they did much evil. Hallelujah. But, I mean, I get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Very, very important. But the, 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 the missionaries did their best. So you see that without the cross or deny yourself, you are not willing to lose for Jesus. Lose something. Lose a job. When I say lose a job, get a lower paying job for Jesus. I want to serve Jesus. I want to move to this place. I want to do this thing for Jesus. And Lord, I'm prepared to take a pay cut and you take a pay cut for Jesus. I told Jesus that, look, I want to do X, Y, Z for you. So I want to take a pick. I took like more, less than. I told him I'm prepared to take less than about 30, 35% or 30% of my salary. And I was very serious about it. I'm going to take a pick at. And I, 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 did, I did, did determined to take a pick at. But how the kind of God we serve, instead of taking a pick at, you triple it or quadruple it. <laughs> 
That's how God is. But he knows deep down that you want to take a pay cut. And you just quadruple it for you. That's what people don't understand. And they try to seek for the increase in salary. They keep trying, they keep trying. But they don't realize that it is God who will touch someone's heart to give you that pay cut, the increase. What have you survived? What have you been through for Jesus? What are you willing to do? What price are you and I willing to pay? Catherine Kuman, uh, she was at ORU and she was talking about the price. The price to pay. The price to pay for the anointing. She, she paid a price. She paid a price. And after paying the price, she said, that anyone who wants a greater anointing has to pay a price. She was talking about the students there. She said, all you students, if you want to be anointed, you want to do wonderful things in this world, you have to pay the price. But most likely, many of them didn't pay the price because I even met one of them. And that most I didn't pay a price because we didn't see. <laughs> but those who paid the price, she talked about a, a guy from Bolivia who paid the price and she, he came for the crusade. But Captain Kuman's crusade, even Benin, when you are going for the crusade, if you if you are not careful and you go two hours before, you get a seat. You have to. Some people. Sleep, they, they, they put pitch, I mean, they put tent, yeah, you don't get a, a seat, at least in those days. And there was this guy from Bolivia who couldn't get in, so he just organized himself, stood up, and started to talk to the people. And God anointed him there. And then he was ministering to the president, the healing anointing. He was even calling her mother, mommy because he was prepared to pay the price. Whilst those at ORU, just a few paid the price and got the reward. Oh, it's, people got it. I mean, Kenneth Copeland was also at ORU. I don't know whether he met, I doubt if he met Kenneth Kuman. Maybe he did. But I'm talking about how when you pay the price, God will honor you. And the price is simple. What are you prepared to deny yourself of? Food. Some people, when they can't, they don't eat. Hey, there are some places when you go, there, there has to be a meal. Every, I mean, lunch. If you don't eat lunch, <laughs> when you are, you don't eat lunch. When there's no lunch, why is my lunch? I'm hungry. There was a time that we went to a foreign place and I didn't eat. And the person said, "I'm not eating lunch." I said, "Oh, really? I have not even eaten the whole day." <laughs> yeah but sometimes for the gospel you might have to put the lunch down you might have to put the lunch down it wasn't as if I was even fasting that when I said yeah, I was not eating the whole day I was just busy I, I didn't get a time, chance to but the person had eaten breakfast so when I said I'm not eating the whole day then quiet then we went to do person understood that if I have not eaten the whole day, you've eaten breakfast and not lunch. <laughs> How many are getting what I'm saying? But it's a blessing. But it's a, it's, it's a, 
is different everywhere. I might also behave in a certain way that someone will be like, oh, but this is nothing. Hallelujah. Everyone and how they behave, I have prices to pay, or I have a price to pay, or I have a number of prices to pay. I have a number of things I need to deny myself of, deny myself of and many others do. Everyone has something to deny themselves of. Benin says no television in the house. Yes, yeah, it's shocking. Yeah, no, tel no TV, or oh, doesn't watch. Yeah, but of course, remember that he's is he seventy or something. He's been watching TV all this time, so it's not as if, unless God tells you, <clears throat> it doesn't mean Phoebe at her age or Titi or before. Oh, I'm not going to watch TV unless God is telling you. But this was his discussion with God. Maybe God will not require you to uh, not watch TV. He might require you to pray more or stop the phone, stop social media. Oh, I'm preaching here. Fine, fine message. Stop TikTok. Stop gossiping on the phone. That's a price to deny yourself of. Sleep. <clears throat> he giveth his beloved sleep. But you need to deny yourself of sleep many times. Yeah. It is vain for you to rise up early. <laughs> to sit up late and to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. Yes, amen. You can put your hands together for the Lord and for whoever is doing that. Psalm 127 verse two. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's important, otherwise we cannot serve God well. Imagine there was a time <clears throat> I was, there was someone who used to attend church faithfully some time back and there was a wedding. Hey. And because of the wedding and the bride, some dis back and forth to the bride, so the person stopped coming to church. Okay, no problem. <laughs> now, many years after, I got a call from this lady saying that I must meet her in church immediately. I said, oh, how? It's 2 a.m. I'm, I'm in bed. I cannot wait for tomorrow. I need you now. <clears throat> because my daughter is possessed. And the devil needs to be cast out. And I said, I've not seen you in three years. You want me to come to church alone with your, to meet you, your daughter? I don't know what is going on. I don't, I don't know what you are trying to do. I don't even know that there's a trick. I, I, so I said that, well, if Jesus was called, he would go. So I have to go. But now, who can I call from church so that they will go with me? And one thing, when I was choosing, I didn't want, <clears throat> of course, thank God, you guys, I don't think, I, I, I know that there's no problem. But some people, when you call them, ah, ah, yeah, oh, what's the time? Oh, oh, what, 2.30, uh, hmm. 
Yes, Reverend or, or Pastor, whatever. Yes, can I help you? Oh, you know what? There's a major issue in church. Can you please come with me? I have to go. I can't go my, by myself. Oh, hmm. Yeah, work tomorrow. Uh, oh, okay. I don't want that. <laughs> <clears throat> So what, because I, I don't like to inconvenience people. So I knew about two people. I called Magdalene. Can you come? Please tell me when I'm ready, ready to go. I called Maxwell, Pastor Maxwell. I think he was not a pastor then. Please, just let me know when. I said, let's go. We'll meet there in 20 minutes. We went there, cast the devil out. Go back. <clears throat> so they deny themselves sleep. Not only them, I also, because I was also sleeping. I had to work the next day also. Just like them. So we all denied ourselves. But imagine you don't want to deny yourself. I was tired. I think this story, we know it. I was very, very tired. <clears throat> I traveled and come back, and I was exhausted, not feeling well. And then... Sergeant first class, bearding, and I, we usually go on outreach together, go do some visitation, sometimes two, three times a week sometimes. So this guy calls us and says he's in a motel, that he needs to talk to us. This was maybe a couple of days ago because he and his girlfriend are in the hotel and she, she used to be in the church, but or they used to be together. They visited the church once, or no, a few times, but she shut off and he's not seen her for some time. The bills will need to be paid and they'll be kicking him out soon. So he was frantic. This was on a Friday. <clears throat> so he said, we'll come. Sunday came and I was like, the way I'm feeling, let's see if we can call him and tell him that we'll come on tomorrow, God willing. Then Sergeant said, he was not denying himself at all. He said, oh, why not? Let's, that's in here. Let's, let's go. I said, sure, let's go. When we got there, the guy, we knocked on the door. The guy was weeping on the bed. Like, he couldn't control himself. Uncontrollable weeping. And I see, as he was weeping, do you see the fan? Do you see the fan? They showed us what he was going to hang himself with. He was going to hang himself. And he showed us what he was going to hang himself with. And we prayed with him and we encouraged him. If we didn't deny ourselves to go. That, that's why Jesus said, except the man deny himself. <clears throat> we have to deny ourselves. We have to deny ourselves of even what is due us, even respect. Deny ourselves of respect. Deny ourselves of money due us. Deny ourselves of certain privileges. Deny ourselves and be prepared to take the cross of shame daily. The cross of suffering. The cross of pain. Daily. And follow him. Otherwise, you can't follow him well. Because Jesus is not coming to play games. He's not, he, the time is short. He, he's not coming to just play and, oh, how are you? Nice. Oh, the, the soft talk. No, 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 no. Time is going. He's standing and he's ever making to make, he's ever, he ever lived to make intercession for us. He's sitting at God's right hand. He's making intercession to the Father in, uh, uh, for us. So he's moving, he's winning souls, he's building his church, he's winning souls, he's helping people, he's showing his love, and he cannot do it by himself. He needs his body. Imagine <clears throat> my brain. 
my head says, I want to go and help this person. But my legs say, you are not going anywhere. So without the body, the, the mind, the brain that wants to do certain things cannot do it. We can't. You, no matter what you want, you cannot. Because the brain that, it's my brain that did this. If there's a stroke, that's why you can't move with the stroke. Yes, oh, true. Stroke. So when God healed the stroke people, uh, th th three, three or four times stroke patients have been healed in crusades. And, and it means that the brain, that part of the brain, no activity. So God touches that part of the brain and fixes it. And that's how come they are able to move their hands. So imagine there's a stroke. So it's, it, it, how frustrating it would be. I want to move to go and help this person. I can't do it. That's how it is. Jesus wants to move to help someone, to do something for someone, but he can't because part of his, the body says, I want to enjoy my time here. I want to enjoy my time in the spa. I do not want to get up and go. I want to enjoy it. So I'm not going. I'm not ready to deny myself. That's why Jesus said, if you don't hate father, mother, whatever, more than me, you cannot. Because the disciple is a follower of Christ. How are you going to follow him when you are thinking about self? And that is the church today. I'm sure the church is maybe 10% of the church. Out of, let's take out the ch people going to heaven. Maybe it's 10% or 15% who are actually serving. If you think about it. <clears throat> 10 to 15%. Of the 25% are actually serving. And the time is short. Peter, in Peter, God is not slap, slack concerning his promises, as some count slackness. But God is long-suffering, and he does not want any to perish, but wants us to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus. Meaning that God is not slack concerning his promise. Wow. Second Peter <clears throat> 3 Peter 3.9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So God is not slack. When he says that he's coming, yes, he's coming. But he's not just saying he's coming and just relaxed. He wants as many people to come to, have, uh, to, to him so that they can go to heaven as possible. I will talk about it when you are talking about prophecy and Daniel. And right now, we are in the time of the Gentiles. The time of the Gentiles. We, we have not started the last seven weeks or weeks of years. We've not started the last seven weeks or the last seven years. When Christ comes, then the time of the Gentiles, which is our time, will be done. And we'll go to uh, meet him in the air. Then it will be the time where his original people will have to suffer the tribulation period and many of them will give their lives to Jesus at that time. The Bible says that they will mourn for him as a man mourns or a woman or someone mourns for his firstborn child. They will mourn when they realize that the one who they pierced was actually the Mashiach. So the seven years so we are the time of the Gentiles. In the time of the Gentiles, there's no time period. 69 weeks complete. Christ came. 
70 weeks. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. That's it, Zechariah 12.10. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and of supplication. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son. And shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. But we are in the time of the Gentiles. How many are hearing what I'm talking about? Sorry. Uh Are you hearing the word of God? Yeah. So, <clears throat> the time of the Gentiles. So, it means that the time, you see, the, 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 the weeks. So, Jesus came. After Jesus came, we have seven more weeks. Or seven, don't, don't forget, seven more weeks of years. Seven weeks is seven years. Seven times seven. No, sorry. Seven weeks is seven years. Hallelujah. Seven, how do I mean I get what I'm saying? 70 times seven or 69 times seven was the time needed for Christ to come. Now, the time of the Gentiles is in between the 69th week and the 70th week. Don't worry, you don't need to understand it now when we go into the book of Daniel. The 70th week. So the 70th week is when Christ comes. Hallelujah. And the rapture occurs. No one knows when Jesus will come because the rapture has not occurred. But when the rapture occurs, it will be seven years. Or the seven weeks, which is seven years. It will be seven years. After three and a half years, the Antichrist will break the peace treaty because there will be peace. You bring peace, you restore, you fix all the issues in the Middle East. So you have a seven-year peace treaty. You break it in three and a half years. The great tribulation, three and a half years. And then Christ will come. So we are in between the 69th week and the 70th week, which is the time of the Gentiles. So Christ is waiting and he's urging on the evangelists and the people to win souls. Win souls so that there'll be a certain quota. There's a certain number that needs to also be saved. And Christ is, that, that's why people who are winning souls are, are different. Oh, yeah. People winning souls are different. They are different because Christ wants to come. But the ones winning souls, oh, we, we have to look for the things that God attracts God, that God likes, and do it. That's why I'm winning souls. Or oh, that's why we are winning souls, not I am. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. So, without the cross, without the cross. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to go into it. I was about to explain some more of it, but it's fine, later on. But the cross, we need the cross. How many have seen the importance of the cross? 
Let's get a couple more and then. Let's look at Matthew 16, 23 to 25. But he turned unto he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me. We read this last week. For thou savest not the things that be of God, but those that be of man. Next verse. And then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Jesus never lowered the standards for anyone. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't say, I'm lowering the standards because you are a good person. I'm lowering the standards because you have a good job. I'm lowering the standards because you just got married. Of course, when you get married, the Bible also talks about giving some time to your marriage. But in, in the giving yourself to the marriage, you are denying yourself for some, something. <laughs> Hallelujah. We need to be wild for Jesus. I mean, hey, I pray that I'll be some wild. I'm not, I need, we need to be wild for Jesus. We, we need to be all out, all tuned for God, Jesus Christ, for God. We need to be. Heaven, when heaven sees us, heaven must say that, wow, these guys, the angels might be like, say that, wow, these guys, they are wild. Fanatic for Jesus. Yes, I can we get the name Fana. Fanatic for Jesus. Where, oh, these people, you see, anyone who doesn't care for their lives is dangerous. But I'm talking about the positive one, not the <laughs> negative one. If you, don't, <laughs> if you don't care for your life in the sense that Anyone who does not hate his father, mother, brother, sister, wife, husband, yeah, and his own life also. If, if you can't get to the place where you don't care for your life when you are comparing to Jesus, you care for your life. Everyone must care for their lives. But in comparison to Jesus, it's like, my life doesn't count. When Jesus is not a part of the equation, my life counts big. But when Jesus is part of the equation, just like we read, my life don't count. It don't count, or it doesn't count, depending on where you want to express it. It doesn't count. My life doesn't matter when it's concerning Jesus. I will take risks for Jesus. You must say that. I will take risks. I will go to places I have not dreamed of. Someone will even go to the moon. You don't know what, I mean, Neil Armstrong and those people, what if there were some creatures that would eat them there? No one knew. Now we can see the moon. But those days, I, I don't think they could see so many other things. But they took the journey. We should be able to take a journey because we have someone who is great, who watches over us. And he's the one we are serving. So he will protect us and keep us. Amen. We must do that. I, I pray that we are a church that is crazy for Jesus. I'm crazy. Uh, uh, not forsaken. I, I'm so in love. I'm crazy. Yeah. 
They have to sing that song. I'm crazy for Jesus. I'm crazy, not forsaken, something like that. Get some the words. That's how it must be. When people see us, they will see crazy people. But the interesting thing is that they will see crazy people who don't care about money, who don't care about the life compared to Jesus. They don't care about these things, and God is giving them. The, 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 ah, but look at the millions they have. But they don't care for the money. Look at the good quality of life. They don't care for it. Then people will be envying you because you are driving nice cars, big house. Anytime there's money to be given for the gospel, you are giving it, but you don't care. You don't care. You don't care. Hallelujah. That is how it's supposed to be. That is how it's supposed to be. That is how to follow Jesus well. We are a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood. We are a peculiar people to show forth the praises of him who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's how it's supposed to be. That's to how to follow Jesus well. I pray that we will follow him very well. I pray that we will follow him. If you seek for me with all your heart, you will find me. First Peter 2, 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Uh, the word holy means separate set apart sanctified you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a separate people a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him that have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light let's give ourselves totally 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 father god everything that is in us or around us that prevents us from totally giving ourselves to you to deny ourselves, take up our crosses and follow you. May those things be taken away in the name of Jesus. Every trait in us, every fear, every desire, whatever it is, may it be taken away and give us the strength to live for you. Live for you, Jesus. Live for you and not care about what is out there. Not care about our environment. Not care about, about the things of this world. Because Lord, you said that the things that are seen are temporary the things which are not seen are eternal so it means that the things that we can see will will go they'll go this will go it will go the earthly house will be dissolved but what we cannot see is eternal it will last forever amen you are crowned with many crowns upholding all things by your word you are crowned with many crowns uh, and uh, rule all things by righteous something yes but you are crowned with many crowns glory jesus is crowned with many crowns and thank god that as he's crowned with many crowns if we if we, we who glory if we suffer with him we shall also be glorified and have crowns also oh i'm not i'm not trying to be a small guy in, in heaven no 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 for trillions of trillion times trillion times trillion times trillion trillion times it's like a second in eternity and you are going to be a big person there who glory to god hallelujah who driven by eternity let me get one more as we close Romans 8, 17 and 18. 
Yes, let's think about it. God, God knows our desires. He knows what we want. He knows. Even if he says, give yourself, you'll be a poor person till you die. It should be good enough. You can be praying and discussing it with him. But whilst discussing it, you are ready. Because you deny yourself. You have made that choice for him. If he says it, he asks Abraham, give me your son. Sacrifice him. He can say, give me your future. But how many times has he not given you more than you asked for? I sometimes try to do that with my kids. Sometimes I say, no. Even I did that pizza. I told Phoebe, okay, you keep it there. I'll, I'll, I'll read it as we close. I told Phoebe, Sunday, right? I said, order pizza for us. Because she got a birthday gift from her, her grandmother. Order pizza for us. She said, oh, I have a small amount of it. And I said, order it. <laughs> I convinced her to order it. She ordered it with joy. And I paid for it. But I just wanted to see, sometimes I, I reward, sometimes in Ghana, or some, I, I'll tell, I'll argue, negotiate for a fair price. It's supposed to be $15. And you say it's $20. I would argue it down to $15. I'll give it $30. Just, have, just do the right thing. When you do it, I'll reward you for it. That's God. God is even wilder than that. I said, God is even wilder than that. I said, God is even wilder than that. Yeah. Romans 8, 18 to 19, as we close. And if, okay, let's use NLT. Ye, ye uh, 17, no, sorry, you got it. So, yeah, 17 to 18, or 17 to 19, good. <clears throat> I think this is 18, so we want to good. And since we are children, we will share his treasures. For everything God gives to his son, Christ is ours too. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. Wait here. Go back, please. This is very important. This is saying that we are the children of God. And if we are children of God, then we are to share his treasures. For everything God gives his, his, uh, Jesus is for us. I'll repeat that again. If we are God's children, then we are going to share his treasures. Because everything God gives to Jesus, he, he also shares with us. But there's a condition for that. What is the condition? That if we share his glory, we must also share his suffering. You think Jesus, all wise God, would give glory and honor to people who just sat in church to warm the pews and people who are laboring we are all the same i work you work <laughs> you do i do and i'm doing something because i'm expecting reward and you are relaxed and you will get the same reward no 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 no, no. no. you keep it here hebrews 6 10. God is, for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love. Or you can turn to it and then come back. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor of love which you have shown towards his name 
in that you do you minister to the saints and do minister. NLT says, for God is not unfair. NLT says, God is not unfair. NLT says, God is not unfair. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other Christians as you still do. It's not unfair. He reward. Now let's go back to the uh, Romans and finish for today. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. Good. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will give us later. This is very important. So what the treasures God has, he gives to Christ and Christ gives to us. The glory, I don't mean his glory, divine glory, but his glory, he will give us, he will share in his glory if we suffer for him. But the suffering for him is nothing compared to the glory we will receive. It is almost, you, you, you can't compare it. it it's, it's, it's an insult to compare 0 0.5 to 10 billion. 0 0.5 suffering versus 10 billion glory. If we just suffer with him. Glory, 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 glory. You see, this message I'm preaching, if Christ comes now, those who are doing what I'm saying will be happy. Those who are not. Don't go to heaven. Oh, you sure bet heaven bound. But you'll be somewhere. You'll be somewhere. I like to be important. Everybody likes to be important. How much more forever? Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will give us. Verse 19, later on. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who he is. Who, sorry, God will reveal who his children really are. So he's yet to reveal who his children are. But we are the children of God by Christ Jesus. And you reveal who his children are. Not the false ones, but the real ones. You reveal who his children are. You reveal who his children are. Ladies and gentlemen, Let's follow Jesus well. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. Shall we stand to our feet? We'll continue, God willing. How to follow Jesus well. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Let's speak to Jesus and ask him. Speak to God and ask God the Father in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, to give us the grace to follow Jesus well. <clears throat> to give us the hearts, to give us the minds, to follow Jesus well, to deny ourselves, to take up our crosses, and to follow Jesus, to follow him, to follow him, to follow him, to follow him, to follow him. Just speak to him, Lord, I want to follow you. I want to follow you. I want to follow Jesus. I need Jesus. I want Jesus. I, I, I need to follow you. I need to forget about what mattered to me and think about what matters to you. And we know, even if it doesn't happen, we know that when we think about what matters to you, you will think about what matters to us. Jesus. 
May we love you. that we have that people have that those watching have that those around have Father God let them diminish give us strength over our weaknesses so that we can deny ourselves take up our crosses and follow Jesus Yes, we want to follow Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. Oh, yes. Help us to follow you. Help us to follow you. Help us to follow you, Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. We want to follow Jesus. We need to follow Jesus. We need to follow Jesus. Speak to him and ask him for help. Lord, I need you. I need your help. I need to follow Jesus. I want to follow you well. May I follow you well, O oh God. May I follow you well. May I deny myself what I need to deny myself of. What you require me to deny myself of. And I want to follow you. I want to follow you, Jesus. I want to follow you, Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes, Jesus. Lord, renew 
fast. Thank you for the power. Father God, we thank you 
and we ask that may you renew our minds as your will unfolds in our lives we also know and we've come to see that the weaknesses we see in us will be stripped away by the power of your love we bless you oh god and we pray that you give us the grace to take up our crosses deny ourselves to take up our cross and to follow you as you see fit because we know that if our lives are in your hands you only have one place to take us the good the perfect and the acceptable will of god we know that your will is perfect we also know that you know the thoughts you have toward us plans of good and not of evil to give us a hope and a future and to take us to an expected end so we bless you O oh god and we thank you for the grace and the ability to please you in everything we do and to to live for you because that is what matters in the name of jesus christ our lord and savior amen whilst we are praying if you don't know jesus christ as your lord and savior and you want to say pastor pray with me i want to give my life to this wonderful jesus who lived died suffered and died for us for for our sins and rose from the dead if you want this jesus you believe with all your heart that god raised him from the dead and that he is lord i want you to repeat after me heavenly father i come to you in the name of jesus christ i confess that jesus christ is lord i believe that he died on the cross for my sins I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Father God, we thank you for those who have given their lives to you. Keep them, preserve them, and may Christ Jesus, O oh God, be formed in them and in their hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. We may take our seats in the presence of the Lord. Offering time. Our year of knowing God and becoming strong. Amen. Let's take out a good offering to bless the Lord. And we'll deny ourselves so that we can read the Bible. We'll take up the cross, our crosses so that we can read the Bible and pray. Amen. It's time to give a good offering to the Lord. You have your tithe, the offering. You can just give to the Lord and the Lord will bless you. Father God, bless our offering as we give in Jesus' name, amen. I have come to give you my praise. I have come to say thank you, Lord. I have come, I have come to give back to
to give back to you. 